Lord Jesus, we thank you this morning that we are who we are because you are who you are. Bless you, Father, for being in our midst, for touching our hearts, for reclaiming us as kids in your house. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, yesterday was Dad's Day at OSU. And I was there. These songs about being in the Father's house mean a lot to me this morning. My daughter and third son is with us this morning, Drew and Courtney. Let's give them a hand. It's great to be a part of the family of God, isn't it? To claim the same heavenly heritage, the same heavenly Father, means that you and I are brothers and sisters forever. Forever. What a beautiful, beautiful gift that is. In Jeremiah 18, there's this wonderful, one of my favorite pictures, really some of the best metaphors that touch my heart most deeply about who our God is are those that paint God as an artist, right, as an artist. And in Jeremiah 18, he's particularly portrayed as a potter as someone who shapes out of clay, on a wheel, muddy hands at all, in the thick of it all, shaping us into something that pleases him, shaping us into something that's useful to him, shaping us for something that has his fingerprints in all that we become. <laughs> what a picture, right? And Jeremiah says, the Lord told me to go down to the potter's house. I went down to the potter's house, and I watched the potter work on the wheel. Can you see the guy there? He's working on the wheel. He's pumping it with his feet, spinning it around and around. He throws that big chunk of shapeless clay into the middle of the wheel. It's spinning around. Those wet hands start to work the clay. Finally up, it's starting to take form. It's starting to rise up from the blob into something. And as it's coming up into something, Jeremiah says, and the clay spoiled in the potter's hand. Now, that doesn't mean it got too old to eat. <laughs> what he's saying is that the, the, the clay, the shape that it was taking, even though it was in the potter's hands, nevertheless, something maybe there was a flaw in the clay. Maybe something got off in the wheel. Maybe someone bumped his table. I don't know what happens. In this fallen world, who knows what happens? But sometimes, even when we're in the Father's hands, the clay can spoil. And people have a mind of their own. He's shaping us into something, and we decide to take a detour. I know that's never happened in your life. But he says this, and, and the, the clay spoiled in the potter's hands, and then what does the potter do with it? He, he picks it up, and he contorts it into a ball again, and he throws it back on the wheel, and he says, okay, let's start over. Let's start over. And, and maybe he was making it into a bowl. But, but, but now he decides to make it into a cup. You know, he can even work the spoils into the design. He doesn't waste anything. But then there's this question that's asked, and it's a rhetorical question originally in Jeremiah 18. Can I, the Lord, not do with you as the potter does with the clay? And of course, that's a rhetorical, of course he can. He's almighty God. He's all powerful. He can do anything he wants to do. But I don't think it's just a rhetorical question. I think it's an invitation. 
can I not do with you as the potter does with the with the clay? Whatever you've become, would you trust yourself to my hands again? Will you let my love shape you and take some of the sharp edges off? Will you take whatever's broken and entrust it to me to make it something useful, not only in your life, but in the lives of others? Can, can you give all that into my hands again? Do you remember who it is that invites you to himself this morning? The one who laid down his life for you on the cross. Do this, he said, in remembrance of me. Can I not do with you as the potter does with the clay? On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this as often as you partake of it in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take, drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord, we come again and again to place ourselves in your loving hands. Shape us, Lord God. As we give ourselves to you this morning, by your grace, would you make of us those works of art that only your hands can shape. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you saw something beautiful in us. You claimed us for yourself, and you are calling that out in us, the very likeness of your Son. Help us day by day, Lord, year by year, as we approach your throne in heaven, to come to arrive there with a resemblance of Jesus. Do that work in us that's necessary today, Lord God, that we might reflect him more faithfully to the world, that your love might be not only what shapes us, but what shapes the world around us because you live in us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.